We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. The Packers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it was a lot closer than it should have been, even though we all thought they would lose. They won, but barely. Packers beat the Buccaneers 14 to 12. I'm Bart Winkler. We're going to have people jump in and out of this thing today, recording it right after the Packers did beat Tampa 14 to 12 because of a two point conversion that was not converted. Devondre Campbell, an excellent play from him. To break that up, Buccaneers had to take a two-point conversion from the seven-yard line after a delay of game penalty for the two. Now, people wanted the touchdown to be a delay of game, but if you have been listening to anything that Mike Pereira has been preaching over the last, uh, I mean, every time I turn on a football game, I feel like I hear this lately, where every time I turn on a football game and the clock goes to zero, Mike Pereira is there to say, well, it's, uh, it's going to be okay. Everything will be fine. They uh, they get zero, and then they can basically zero is one, and then they count from there. So if you look, the Packers did it a bunch of times. The Buccaneers did it at the very end. It uh, not a big deal. It wouldn't have been a big deal had the Buccaneers somehow won this game because it, it wouldn't have been a thing. So the Packers do get the win, 14-12. to 12. Again, people are going to jump in and out of this thing. Tim Shea is here. Timmy, what's up, buddy? Good game. I told you the defense would win a game or two this year. I'm the one telling you the defense is going to be all-time great. Uh, I, I don't know about all-time great, but Where are you posted up right now? McGuire's Bar. Yo, you're joining me from McGuire's Bar? I'm joining you from a bar. Is that the bartender behind you? It is. The bar, the bar hey, owner. what were your thoughts on the game, Barkeep? Thoughts on the game. Good game. Does he know what a podcast is? No. It was a hell of a game. You know, easily could have went to overtime, right? Uh, yeah, it could have. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. I mean, I agree that that, he, that it, like Timmy said, the, the play a couple plays before that didn't look like he got that ball off in time either, did it? Is, uh, is Tim the customer of the month? Yep, <laughs> sure is. I'm the customer of the year. Yes, he is. Is Tim the only customer? Well, we not the only one right now. Oh, okay. All right. No, there's there's, there's one other person. Uh, Ryan Horvat's also here, and Horvat, 
Tim Shea is at McGuire's right now <laughs> in West Dallas. I'm actually uh, I'm heading home from picking up my wife some wine and get myself a nice victory cigar and a little bit extra of the, uh, how do the kids say these days, the sauce after that big victory. Beating Brady comes down to a two-point conversion, of course. I don't know how I feel about this team, but it, it feels good being two and one, right? When I text you, I asked you, I asked you how many first downs we had this half in the second half, and you said I was not even having to worry. Yeah, I didn't. I because the defense is so good. Because even the secondary tonight, you know, usually you lose a guy, a top corner in the league. At least, you know, I mean, Jair's still a top corner in the league. I know they got it done last year without him, but. There's a reason he's getting paid what he's getting paid. And uh, they were still able to make plays and still, like, I trusted them. And a lot of – also, if Mike Evans is playing, it's a different story. If Chris Godwin's playing, it's probably a different story, obviously. Uh, but Tampa Bay's all beat up right now on the offensive line. And the defense is playing so good right now. E- even if I went back and, you know, like last week, I was worried a little bit about them stopping the run. But then you realize they drop back and play prevent pretty much because – they're up three scores in the second half. And so instead of throwing the ball because they're down three scores, Chicago runs the ball because that's obviously their strength. And also, even in a win today, they don't trust Justin Fields to do anything. So I'm not really worried about the run defense either. It's just Chicago took advantage of Green Bay being like, all right, you guys want to run the ball and take six minutes to push the ball downfield? Okay, we'll let you do that because we're going to win this game regardless. We're not going to show a whole lot on the offensive side of the ball. So I felt good with what I saw. I mean, offensively, it's hard to get too excited when you scored, you know, two touchdowns all day, but it's nice to win. How long do I have you for? How long's your walk? It's like, I don't know, three to four more minutes. Okay. Uh, So I got Ryan Horvath here walking the streets of Maryland. You hear the sirens? Yeah, another murder. Sounds like my my neighborhood. I think (laughs) they're coming for me because I placed some of my bets illegally today. And Hey, how about my Colts? What I tell you? Yeah, good win there. And I got Tim Shea, who's in a bar in West Dallas, where there's three people there, and two of them are bartending. Yeah, and one is one is Tim Shea. Uh, Horvat, I did just when you're here, I have to show you this. Um, I am drinking tonight. She said TVs carry the G beer. Oh boy! Because Nagler and Banky were in Shorewood on Saturday. You went and if they were in Milwaukee, I wouldn't have gone. But they were in Shorewood, so I went to see them. And I talked to Nagler a little bit, and I think we're in good graces. And I, I said hi to Corey Banky, and he looked like he did not want to ever see me again. He yeah. looked like his whole life was ruined since I interacted with him in real life. So Nagler, good. Banky yeah. hates me. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's, the beer's good, though, I must say. Carry the G. It's funny because, like, sometimes I'm trying to gather my, uh, you know, my practice reports, especially just, like, betting the game, which, regardless, I was always betting Rodgers today, which, you know, him, my Colts. How about my Jags today, too? What did I do on the picks today? Have we looked yet? Anyway, we'll talk about that. No, we'll get Cone Roller. uh, Cone Roller is our picks guru. Hey, so uh, both of you guys, they, they fumble. Aaron Jones fumbles, and it's just like it was two weeks ago where one bad play derails the whole thing or what? That's what it felt like. Man, All right, like that's that. Tim's great breakdown, Horvath. I, yeah. In, in, 
I mean, well, here's the thing. I have to go back and watch because I, I kind of I, – I mean, I bet the under in that game, and that's kind of how I saw that entire game playing out. You know, like Rodgers, yeah, a lot of those drives, they were looking good, and then – uh-oh. What do you see? Some, somebody's getting in some trouble. Sometimes I just sometimes it sounds I wanna... like you're in so, you're trying to get in some trouble. No, no, my my the side the side of my mouth is just like numb because I had a root canal. Oh um, yeah, that's it. That was on Friday. No, no. Uh, so I mean, you look like I, a chipmunk. I know. I'm I'm telling you, I had a, I was off work on Friday. I had mouth surgery, literally. I got. Yeah. I, I didn't do. I didn't do any of my other obligations except for you and Gelb today because I love you guys so much. I did this and I on football, but um, I don't. I, I don't know how I feel about the offense. I, I guess. Like, what, what was the? I mean, obviously there were some guys hurt. Watson was out. Watkins, of course, got hurt. Uh, Romeo Dubs. It looks like I realized it, the whole thing about Rogers trusting young guys. It's not about trusting. It's if you're good, he'll throw you the ball. Jared Aberderis and Jeff Janis weren't good, so he didn't throw them the ball. Romeo Dobbs is good, so he throws them the ball. He's yeah, he might be really good too. Exactly. I I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see what's up with Bakhtiari. I think that was just like an experiment. That I guess is just going to be an experiment, pretty much, huh? Well, how long was he out there? Once he played, it's not like I took track of his uh, snaps. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it was good seeing you, him Tim, out there. Did you but... watch the snaps? No. You think I would keep track of that? Tim, how do you go and watch this game at a bar? Like, how do you watch your football like that? See, you know what we should do? We should we should re we should all jump on this video again because we'll watch Sunday Night Football, right? I think I have to bet the Broncos, by the way, you guys, right? No, Everybody... no, no, yeah, no. See, I'm on the Broncos, but again, I'm airing this Monday morning, so yeah. Oh yeah, duh. Well, okay. Well, so you want to jump back? No, I want to go to bed after Sunday night. That's why I'd like to try to record these as soon as the game's done. Uh, I'm going to open it up. I'm going to throw the link here to the video on Twitter and see if anyone joins. Oh, uh, there's more customers at McGuire's. They must be lost. All right. Well, I'm giving my breakdown, and then I have to go upstairs. On all right, break it down for me. Here's my breakdown. The offensive side of the ball, right? I saw some things I like. I, I love what I see from Alan Lazard. You know, he just has to stay healthy. Tunyon, he's just working his way back. He's a reliable option, uh, especially the run blocking. I feel like we're the same team last year. You know, like we have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, and on paper it looks like we're probably the best backfield in the league, but I don't know that we are, right? Like I feel like – especially with A.J. Dillon, I feel like it's a lot of, like, two yards, three yards. And it's fine. You know, that gets the job done. But I would be a little worried if we were going to play Tampa Bay and Mike Evans played in that game and Chris Godwin played in that game and, you know, whoever, you know, I mean, Julio's not playing right now and we don't rely on him to be healthy, but, you know, it's Tampa Bay. Brady will find somebody. OBJ or somebody will end up going there. You know, they're not going to go to Green Bay. So, well, they already got Cole Beasley and Julio Jones. That's, and that's what I'm saying, dude. Brett Perriman and Russell Gage and this collection of wide receiver threes that you pick up during your fantasy bye weeks. Yeah, but I love what I see from the, the defense, especially in the secondary where we don't – I mean, Jair is great, but if he does go down, we don't have to rely on him. Or if Stokes goes down, then we don't have to rely on him. I mean, I want to wait and see what's going on with Jair. But, I mean, I watch – 
I watched the Raiders today, and I'll always miss Devontae. And if they had Devontae, they'd probably be the Super Bowl favorites. And they should probably be the Super Bowl favorites regardless with the defense playing like that. Because you know Rodgers is going to figure it out. And, you know, I mean, Romeo Dobbs looks like he's going to be a superstar. And Christian Watson, they got to get him back on the field. But, man, I mean, I watched the Raiders today, and they are crap. And Devontae, isn't, he's not making a difference out there. So does Derek Carr suck? Or I, I don't know. I mean, I, we'll, we'll see how that ends up playing out. But it looks like Green Bay was right. It looks like Goop might have been right. Obviously, you want Devontae. But it's nice having Campbell and Rasul Douglas because on a night like tonight, if you lose somebody like Jair, you should get cooked in the secondary. But they didn't because you have two guys that you could trust and new guys stepping up, making plays out of nowhere. And they were able to bring back Devondre Campbell, who ends up making the game-winning play. If they end up bringing back Devontae, yeah, you pay him more than the Raiders pay him, but you can't bring back uh, Campbell, who ends up you know, saving the game. Is that You have a dog? No. Oh. Walking the mean streets. All right. Well, you have a good one, buddy. Go pack. Go. Hey, what a win. Thanks for jumping in. We'll do your, we'll, we'll talk to you on Friday with the picks. All right. Hey, I'll also do, we could do the uh, Sunday night football breakdown of my YouTube channel where we're going to talk about how the, uh, the Broncos pull off the big W. Feels like you're making fun of me a little bit, but this is all I have. I'll also show you, I got this in the mail this week. This is the DoorDash bag. This is the bag from DoorDash that they send you after you've completed a handful of dashes. How am I making funny? That's really what I want to do. I'm going to talk about this game. I'm, I'm, I'm so jacked for Sunday Night Football. I know that we record this immediately after the game for the live reaction. If you want to do a special YouTube-only Sunday Night Football, I'll go live on my YouTube. I think I, I honestly think it's what the people need. And that's when, like, you know, my wife and everybody goes to sleep and I'm not being attacked by by dogs. All right. Uh, Horvat, I love you, buddy. Peace. See ya. Ryan Horvat joining us from the mean streets of Bedesta, Maryland. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Tim is on the mean streets of uh, West Dallas, where he is currently at McGuire's. Is it a pub, bar, and grill? I've been there once. I met you and Kevin Holden there one time. It's a bar. It's a bar. bar. And what's the layout right now? Who's there? Uh, Me, two other people, and the owner and the bartender. The owner slash bartender. They just think you're FaceTiming or something? Something like that. Yeah. All right. Do you uh, do any of them want to talk about the game or no? Um, I, I think that the two other customers, I don't think they're interested in it. And you already got Danny's perspective. On this. Oh, are the customers like drugged out or something? No, no, no. They're just, hmm. they're talking to each other. So. Okay. Um, what did you think about uh, that fumble? Because it goes, it could have been 21-3. We're looking at a chance for the Packers to run away with this game, maybe. I mean, I know a lot of people were thinking blowout, but then Aaron Jones fumbles, and and suddenly, just like it was, you know, every time they have a it, – it's just – it's a trend. I think the problem is – and it's so I'm so glad they won, but the problem for a lot of people, and the word that I kept seeing was predictable. It was predictable. It was – the minute he fumbled, I said, all right, here we go again. And it wasn't even it's like I'm scared of Tom Brady. It was just that no. this was the Packers. Yeah. It's the Packers are going to give Tom Brady a gift and he's going to run down the field. And I just, I, I, I said earlier this earlier back in August that the defense would win a game or two. And this is a game that they won. I feel like at least, I mean, it just, they played lights out and this is the defense. I think we were all expecting from the beginning. So so well, I, I like what I, Greg Olson said too. I, th- I thought the defense was, I thought they played very well throughout most of the game. That final drive, they started to give away big chunk plays, and Greg Olson had sent sent them to the extent of, well, you were aggressive all game and it was working. They were playing soft coverage that. So last why time. are you going? Like it doesn't matter who the coach is. It doesn't matter who the no. coordinator is. It just they always play. You know, prevent. They don't want the big play to beat them. But what was the big play going to be from Tampa today? I mean, it wasn't going to be who darted. It wasn't going to be uh, Gage. It wasn't going to be Kyle Rudolph is in the league. It wasn't going to be any of these guys. It, all, all you had to do is put just a little pressure, just a little pressure on Brady, and you know he'd crack today. So yeah, why they the why why insane. they kind of took a step back is a question maybe to be asked to Joe Barry. But thank God for that delay of game. Well, were you worried about the first one? That yeah. So the 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 second first one, one, and this is how I started. The first one was not a delay game. Yeah, it was close. Kevin, you listen. Are you watching any football? Mike Pereira talks about this all the time. You get zero, and then you get a second. Look up and then look back down to the ball. I get that. Yeah, you get zero and you get a second. Thank God there was a delay game on the two point second. Yes, because Fournette was going to walk in. They they you you had players jumping up and down like call the call the delay of game. Yeah. So that was uh, messy. I thought that obviously Nixon, Kayshawn Nixon had a big game. He was one of these guys that came over essentially because uh, Basachi is the special teams coordinator. He was a guy from Oakland or Las Vegas, wherever. And so he was one of their guys and he had to fill in when Jair got hurt. Uh, Jair, whose jersey now my son has, and that might be a curse. My brother gives my son a jersey. Well, it wasn't going to be a yearly tradition, but uh, last year, he got him Devante. He was going to pick between Devante or Aaron, and he figured Devante would be here longer. 
and he went with uh, Devante, and now Devante's obviously with the Raiders. And so this year he got him Jair, and my brother called. He said, I want to see your kid in the jersey, and my kid didn't want to put it on, and I'm trying to explain to him, like, that guy's wearing 23. You have 23. You're wearing his jersey. And then they were showing 23 a lot, and I was like, look, look, look. And, and then they said he's hurt. So then I was a little bummed out about that. But I thought Nixon had a big game. Quay Walker had a big game. He might have got eaten up a little bit on that uh, final drive. But Quay Walker had a fantastic game. I mean, he caught – didn't he punch that fumble out in the second oh, quarter? Oh, that was Nixon. That was Nixon. No, no, in the second quarter. That was oh. – am I – am I – okay. Okay. Then I'm, then, I'm, then I'm dreaming of something else. Well, I don't know. I thought maybe – I know that Nixon did something, but he got, uh, he got the third one, didn't he? Look, I don't take notes I, anymore. I know. Okay? I know. I used to take notes. I threw out the link on uh, Twitter. So we're recording this after the game, and we have a stream yard open. And we're going to, this is probably what I'm going to try to do. Tyler wants to jump in and uh, say a couple words. And then he left. So there was a guy there, wow. Tyler. Maybe he okay. just wanted to watch. But there was a guy on there. And, again, I'm not going to edit anything out. So, Tyler, uh, there's your shout-out to you. But I put the link up on StreamYard. Now, I also saw that we're going against Tony in Texas's uh, post-game show as well as 19 other different post-game shows. So, as I work through how I want this podcast to be, I don't want to do a post-game show. But the best time for me to record Monday's show is after the game. I do not want to wake up at 5 a.m. and do a show because, first of all, you, I mean, I know you'll bend over and do anything for me, Tim. That was the wrong phrasing, but you're not getting up for me. Uh, watch, watch your words next time. Please. Yeah, that's not what I meant. But if you need, really? if I needed you to, I would. Jesus. <laughs> you sick, sick man. Did you watch this whole game at the bar or what? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good one. It was a Were good you with one. anybody? Yeah. Oh yeah. I wasn't at this bar. I came here after because I I knew I could. Did you need a quiet place? Yeah, quiet place. <laughs> McGuire's bar. McGuire's pub. Where is it? It's on National, right? Sixty third and National. I don't know what it was the night that I met you. It was like a Friday night. You did a post game show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then I came and met you and Kevin there, and there was nobody there. All right, I got a guy named Steve here. Steve, you want to talk? The last guy didn't want to talk. I'm good. I'm just listening. Okay, well, you can listen for a little bit. We're All recording right, for Mondays. Can I get, like, your thoughts, though, since I pulled you in here? It was a good win. Yeah. Tough win. I'm happy okay. with it. Yeah. It's a road win. That's the toughest part they never play good in Tampa, so. No. Were you worried? Yeah, maybe a little bit. A little pissed off more than worried. Yeah, I think uh, now, now I roped you into a conversation. But... Yes, you did. <laughs> well, because when it was the fourth quarter, and it's, you know, it's 14-6 the whole time. That's one thing. Right. But then it ends up being, you know, they're driving now. Yep. And now I'm thinking we're screwed. Just because of how predictable it was. Right. Defense was getting tired, hot down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big win on the road. I didn't pick them to win in my 
confidence pool, but I only picked Tampa for one point, hoping they'd win. But I'm happy. Well, I think a lot of us thought. I thought a lot of us thought Tampa would win, and then right. Yeah, Steve, what are you on Twitter? Oh man, I don't even know. To be you honest know. with you, Flash something I think. Oh, okay. I've I've interacted with you before. Like good interactions, or do we hate each other? No, we don't hate each other. We've had some we've had some intense discussions. <laughs> what was our worst one? Ah, uh, God, I my memory is so bad. I have no idea. It wasn't that bad, obviously. Okay, yeah, okay. You're still here. <laughs> well, uh, I'm only using the audio for this, so it's good. But it's good to see you. All right. When um, are you coming back to radio, man? Steve, that's not a that's not a, answer, a question I have the answer to. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, well, we miss you out here. You know, you got to write guys. and call your uh, other local radio stations and petition for your boy. Oh, I can do that. I've tried not to listen. I've tried to listen to a few, but it's I can't listen to them. I don't know. I have a hard time listening to, especially the one that's Bud Light, sponsored by Bud Light. I got a problem with that. <laughs> With Bud Light or the guy that they that no guy? the ninety four five at, at in the afternoon. Oh, okay, afternoon, yeah, yeah. Uh, mornings, I haven't found anything good yet, and I won't obviously. Well, I wouldn't be doing this if there was a better option. I know, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm just gonna t- chat with Tim unless you want to stay around or you can dip or nope, can, I'm good. Yeah. Off. All right. All right. Well, we'll just be talking. You. Yeah. yeah. All right. You can hang out if you want. All right. We'll do. But we'll just be, if I accidentally disconnect you, I don't know what I'm doing. That's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Steve's still there in the peanut gallery. And uh, I'm chatting here with Tim Shea, who's again at McGuire's bar downtown for Steve. I'm in my basement. This is the, the backdrop that I got here. And Tim's backdrop is much better than me. Tim, um, what did you think? I finally got. Do you have someone there that wants to talk? I see you. Talking no, to no, 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 no. You're good. So I try to avoid Twitter fights. Oh boy. These days. Um, but these people talking about David Bakhtiari, I couldn't, I couldn't help it because all I kept seeing all week was all you guys thought Bakhtiari. You were rooting against him. You were saying bad things. You were, you were hoping that he never played again. I never saw one no. thing. So no. finally, I snap on Saturday night, and then uh, my guy Robin over at Wisconsin Sports Heroics, he's like, no, I'll show you. Here's all the bad things that people have been saying about David Bakhtiari. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, I'll bet the house this guy isn't playing. He will not play, no way. Yeah, right. These aren't bad things. This is a fan base that has been the boys cried wolf on David Bakhtiari, for two and a half years, right? We keep thinking he's coming back. I don't know whose fault it was that we that we thought he was coming back last year with the eight weeks or whatever, but we thought he was coming back. He never did. And then, not, then week one, we thought he was coming back. He didn't come back. And so I just thought it was an interesting sort of Packer media bloggers, fans fighting all each other about David Bakhtiari. But the guy did get out there. He did play. You know, they're going to ease him back slowly. I, I was... Like, all of this is gravy to me. Not that I never, never thought he would play again, but I was beginning to expect, I mean, if he never plays again, he never plays again because 
we're at the point where can you count on this guy? Again, they've cried wolf so many times on this, and I know injuries keep popping up, and what are you going to do? But I was just – I finally snapped on Saturday. I'm trying to keep it above the fray, like I said, Timmy, on, on Twitter, but I, I had enough. Yeah, I, I just – I mean, it's not worth fighting about David Bakhtiari, but here's the thing. The Packers obviously knew something. Obviously, they wouldn't have activated him if they didn't think he'd play in the first four weeks, right? Well, right. That, that was that was the that was the big big you know question mark. Will he play in the first four weeks? So he didn't play week. Maybe the Packers didn't think he had to play in week one and two, because now I think more and more that the Packers didn't really care about week one. Yeah. And okay. Two was the Bears, and that there's there's they're the Bears, so. This was David Bakhtiari's week one, like against Tampa Bay. Like, this is the game we're going to need you to play. So that's that yeah. was my thinking all along. You know, after week one, it was like, what do we do here? How much do we talk about this? Um, do do we freak out about this? I. I... I didn't want to freak out because we saw what happened last year, you know, where week one was a disaster. And then, you know, what did they win seven in a row or something? Yeah. They won seven in a row after that. So I didn't want to freak out after week one, but do we just, do we just, do we just not care about week one? That's what it it kind of seems like under the Matt LaFleur era that week one is like your, your fourth exhibition game now. And I know that they did have problems, you know, and, and, you know, the Buccaneers were without their top receivers and Evans and, and Godwin. And so there were, there were problems about that, but they still went into Tampa and won. They still went into Tampa where they never win because of their defense and they won because of their defense. Well, I totally agree with you because of their defense. Like with all the defense, they don't stand a prayer in that game. That that's absolutely true. But they still went in and won. So it, it's a weird situation where do you get mad about what happened in week one again, or is that just? But I'm not going to accept it. You just you can't have a team that just sucks in week one. I don't care if if it's anyone but the Vikings, and you I think you're okay with it. But it's the Vikings, so that's like. 50% of like, oh, that's why it sucks for week one because you're always going to be trailing them if you're tied until, you know, the season comes along and you see what happens. But after watching the Vikings the last two weeks, it's like, how do you lose to them? So I've got a little, uh, you know, obviously, Tim, there's a little ambience behind you with being in a bar. Do you hear anything on my end? I do not. Okay, because I'm in my basement and my son is rolling balls. Is, is he? Is he? Like, like they're come upstairs. Well, they're they're. I mean, he's right ahead of me. Like he's right over me. And so I think the equipment I bought can set up pretty good, but he is he is right over me. And yeah, I can't I can't hear a thing. Okay, that's good. Uh, I will like to say one more time: this is not a paid promotion. They would never. But carry the G is the beer I'm drinking from Cheesehead TV. Who I have, I wouldn't say feuded, but there's been a love hate there. So yeah, I went. They were at uh, Scout Wine on Oakland, and uh, the beer. Here's what I'll say about the beer: the beer tastes like 
when you see the videos of fans watching the games from the bleachers in the 1980s, that's what it tastes like. And I mean that in the most complimentary of ways. It's very good. It's a quick drink. Uh, you can savor it if you want, but it is very tasty and it is very good. So I am I really guess, I guess I'll have to try it now. I mean, they sell it all over the place. Carry I the mean, G. I feel like I always carry the G with this. So. With your Miller Lite? With my Miller Lite, but. Well, yeah. Well, now it's it's on it's on a beer. All right. Cheesehead TV is the beer, and I'm a proud uh, purveyor of said beer. And it is good, you say. So. Yeah. Hey, so what do you think about Rodgers? 255, 27 to 35, two touchdowns, an interception. Uh, that interception, I don't know if they tackled Tunyon on that or not. Yeah, that's that's. I got to go back and look at that. I first blamed Rodgers. I saw a quick replay. I still kind of blame Rodgers. I saw Tunyon get caught up. First half Rodgers was good. Second half Rodgers eh, needs a little work, but it's a work in progress with these wide receivers. And I like Romeo, Do- like him going back to Romeo Dobbs all the time. And thank you, by the way, for your. Uh, um, me, I had to check. I had to choose between Romeo Dobbs and Jerry Judy. You t- told me to start Jerry Judy. I did, I did not. No, I never. So you asked me that, <laughs> and what, what I answered is how I always answer fantasy advice. I I always say, if it was me, I would probably start Jerry Judy. And then you sent that emoji of like, maybe. but then it's like I don't know. But I, don't I know. am only telling you what I would do. There was, there was, and I will give a shout out to this guy. There was only one person that emphatically told me to go Romeo Dobbs, and that was one Toby Altizer. Really? He said Dobbs, Dobbs, Dobbs. And then he had his first catch, and he sent me like a little winky face, like, told you. And then he scored the touchdown. He's always like, please listen to me from now on. Toby is uh, going to be with us on tomorrow's show, and then okay. he's going on a little bit of a, a vacation. So, Toby will be on tomorrow's show. We are going to go through some voicemails that I've been getting over the over the weekend, and then we're also going to try to start reconnecting with some of the um, more prevalent callers to the show. So we hope to have a couple of those on tomorrow. Uh, also, later in the week, if you guys convince me of it, I have maybe the most embarrassing story um, since I've the most embarrassing thing happened to me since I've been in this house for 10 years. It involves a, a couch. And uh, the couch. Okay. I won't ask questions. It involves a couch. I did something on it. Oh, Bart. <laughs> I did. Something, oh. I did something on it. It's not, uh, it's not good. So Dobbs, though, Dobbs, eight for 73 and a touchdown. He led the way, obviously, in all categories. Cobb, two for 57. Lazard, four for 45, including a big one at the end with the touchdown. Tunyon, six for 37. Tunyon was very involved. I don't know what kind of, uh, like, flash he has or explosiveness. He doesn't really look fast. I captained him in my DraftKings. I lost. Um, uh, Tyler Davis had a big catch, 23 yarder. And then Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, both 12 carries, both in there a lot together. 
but just 36 yards for, for Jones, 32 for Dylan. Now the Packers gave a similar stat line to Leonard Fournette, 12 of 35. So, wow, Russell Gage, 12 of 87 and a score. I didn't really notice he had 12 catches. And then uh, on the defensive side, Devondre Campbell, 14 tackles, including the uh, big uh, play at the end of the game there. So an interesting game. You know, the Packers, they they went in, they got the win. Um, you're looking at a team that I don't know how good they are yet. You're looking at a team that is tied atop the lead in the division. Minnesota is also 2-1, and one, who they lost to. Chicago's 2-1, and one, who they beat. And then Detroit 1-2, and two, although I think Detroit, as Detroit does – kind of gave that game away uh big time they gave that game away today yeah so uh so not good there do you so know Packers, off, well, do you yeah. know off, do you know offhand to how many uh yards tampa had on the ground today yeah they only had uh, 34 34 so the packers pretty much doubled them well brady almost Come had 34 brady, okay yeah well yeah, you, that, yeah, there's no way that wasn't a hold i mean that is neat yeah well, he had him by the neck Brady doesn't Brady looks like a guy who's doing a job. Yeah. Brady doesn't look like he's having any fun. Does Brady retire halfway through the season this year? Uh if things if, I think if there's a non-zero chance. Go. I mean, it's something that could occur. If it won't. This is how but... it's gonna go. It should have gone like this weeks one and two for him, too. So well, maybe this ends up being like Farr's final year where he ended up getting hurt. Yeah. I know I've asked this before, but I got to get rid of the Brett Favre toys, right? Yeah. My son's got Brett Favre toys. <laughs> oh, boy. Get, just get rid of them. I got to get rid of them. I got to get rid of them. All right, Timmy Shea, appreciate you, brother. We'll talk yeah, later in the week. I'm going to go. All right. Take it easy. Go Packers. Go Packers. That's the last team standing. Yep, go Packers. Last Bye, team. Bart. See ya, Tim Shea. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Shea. Let me uh, play a voicemail. Again, I do have a phone number where you can call into the show and leave voice messages. Tomorrow on the show, I'm going to go through a bunch of them. So I have been getting them over the weekend. We'll go through them. We'll, we'll kick them out. We'll put them out there. I've got Brett, Brent, Brett, Brett in Tosa, who he called me after a Brewer game. What's up, Bart? Brent Tosa here. Um, beside myself after that Brewer game. And it they had to have that one. First of all, everyone's complaining that Kessler here doesn't play. That's exactly why he doesn't play. And he's had an awful September. He gets hit with a baseball in the base pass, drops a, a pop up. I mean, I don't know how the I don't know how they can rely on him going into next year. They should have had three ones. The game should have been one. I'm a huge Craig Council supporter. He doesn't need to be fired or anything, but Dude, what are you saving Devin Williams for? I mean, he's thrown 18 pitches in the last eight days. Let him get six outs. And then Christian Yelich, that contract's going to kill this franchise. We can talk about social media. We can talk about Stearns and all that shit. Like, Christian Yelich, what are you doing? He's been silent all September and disappointing. they they got to win the next nine to have a chance and whatever. Go Packers, I guess. All right, that's the voicemail I got from Brett and Tosa, 402-915-BART. And I got to be honest with Brett, I didn't know what the Brewers did until you called and I played that. 
I am finding out right now that the Brewers played today. I, I, I mean, I'm, I wasn't thinking. I know Aaron. I'm not playing. But Aaron Judge is like all I'm watching. Even though the real home run leader is obviously 73. But, yeah. Uh, sorry about the Brewers. Where are they next, Stephen? Are they home coming up? Are they uh, They're off today, and then they've got – oh, great, we get the Cardinals. That was supposed to be a big series. Also, over the weekend, the Badgers. The Badgers lose and get embarrassed. Here's one thing I want to say about the Badgers real, real quick. You don't go into Ohio State and and be down 21 points and punt. I called a high school football game years ago between St. Mary Springs and North Fond du Lac. And North Fond du Lac, if there would have been a spread, they were going to lose by 50 points. And they ended up losing by 50 points. But they're down 7 to nothing in the Springs, like, scored right away. So North Fond du Lac, who's supposed to lose, they're at the 50-yard line. It's fourth and one. Down seven nothing first quarter they punt. How I mean just at least like, what's Paul Chris say to his kids when he when he's just when he just punts like that? It's ridiculous. All right, so Badgers lose, Brewers lose apparently on Sunday, and the Packers go in and get a big win, fourteen to twelve. Really great to see. I'll, I'll tell you just how I was watching this game. I was watching this game. You know they go up fourteen three. I, I don't even think it was like a. There wasn't a big level of shock. I mean, Tampa, if you've watched any of Tampa this year, and I'm sure you have, offensively, they just don't have it. I don't know what it is. They just they don't seem to have it right now. Brady's demeanor, it's not even like bad. I know he threw a bunch of tablets last week, but it's not even it's not that it's bad. It's just it's not even sulky. It's it's like quiet quitting is what it looks like. This phrase now it's quiet quitting. Brady's essentially quiet quitting. Okay. He just looks like he doesn't care i mean he'll show up and when somebody comes in line like he'll bag the groceries because that's his job but for the i mean that third and long there was a third and long he just threw it into the ground so it, it kind of looks like brady's quite quitting so i'm not surprised the packers you know ultimately got a win uh i think we both took the packers horvath and i at least to eventually win they just didn't have a lot of receiving options you know cameron brayton russell gage and brashad perriman and Kyle Rudolph getting a catch, Cole Beasley again. These are all guys that they're latching on. This is like when Paul Pierce and KG and, and Darren Williams were with the Nets. They're good names. I mean, they've they've played, but well, I, I'm not trying to compare Russell Gage to Kevin Garnett or anything, but they're they're just pieces at this point. And it's not Mike Evans, it's not Chris Godwin. So if the Packers do see Tampa again, it will be with a different team. But what version of Brady are you gonna get? 31 of 42 and 271 with a score. That's a pretty nice stat line. And he did have a nice run that was called back for the hold. So I guess we'll just take that one out altogether. But it just something's amiss with Tom Brady. And then for the Packers, I thought, you know, I thought their their drives were crisp. I thought they were pretty fluid. I like I like them working him to, to dubs. Lazard got in the mix. He got a score. And then I, I, I gotta mention that he puked. I just have to. It's part of the rules. So I don't know what to think of, of them at this point. Uh, Corey, you want to come on here? Corey, sure. I'm just wrapping up, my man. Corey's from Manitowoc. I was just saying goodbye to the people. And I got Corey on the stream yard. What's up, man? Not too much. Excited about the win. Excited about the win. A little disappointed in that offensive second half. But, hey, I'll take a win on the road. 
Yeah, that's what it was. It was a win on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in September. So you got to look at it that way. Uh, I was saying like the word of the day was predictable because even when it was going to be 21-3 and then it wasn't, we knew that it would be a game that came down to the wire, don't you? Well, you know, I saw something online that whenever something tough happens to that team, they like, oh, oh, poor me. And when that fumble happened first week when Christian Watson dropped that uh, touchdown, they just seemed to go, oh, poor me. And I'm sick of seeing that. We need the head coach or someone to kind of get that mentality uh, turned around. Yeah. So who do we got next? Uh, New England? Yep, the fighting Belichick's. And Mac Jones is hurt. I saw that doc on Twitter that always talks about the injuries. He thinks he's going to be out a few weeks. Oh, that stupid guy. I know, but hey, he he's right half the time. How are things in Manitowoc? You know what? It's so funny you say that, Bart. I've never really actually talked to you, so it feels good to talk to you, buddy. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. Fond du Lac is a lot like Manitowoc. I feel like they're very similar. About the same size. Uh Everyone that lives there that moved away says, I'm so glad to get away, but I'm still here and I like it. So the way I describe Fond du Lac is when I, I would, I would not trade. I would, I love growing up there. Yeah. But when you're there, it just seems like it's, it does seem like it's the center of the world. Exactly. And then then I went to college in lacrosse or even whatever. And people, I was like startled that people, you didn't care about the 1996 Fondy football team with Joe Harmson as the kicker. And hey, in like, the 80s, we won three state champs in a row. So yeah, yeah uh, Fondy Cardinals won in '87. They're like, hey, you don't, uh, you don't care about the '87 team. Fellow UW lacrosse grad as well. So what year? Oh, 2016. I'm still a little bit of a youngin. Oh, okay. Was Brothers was my, Brothers was my home spot, so that was for me. Okay, mine, uh, Helm and Dells, and uh, qu- uh, a rare jaunter into yesterdays. Well, a little swamp water at the Helm. I mean, that's how you always end the night. Yeah, that's true. So, and I Bart, like that the guy that's bouncing there is the same guy that was bouncing there back in 02. <laughs> nice. So that's good. Well, appreciate you, Corey. This will, uh, this is Monday's show, so catch it on Monday. All right. Hope it's not the last time, Bart. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks, Corey. See you, bud. Corey in Manitowoc joining us. I hope it's not the last time I talk to Corey, and I hope it's not the last time I talk to you guys. So I like this. So, again, we recorded this on uh, Sunday night after the game. I don't really know the best way. I'm just I, – I think this was pretty good. I think it worked out. I'm I'm doing a post game now on my post game. Uh, you had Horvat. I would have loved to have him longer, but I don't know what he was doing. Tim was at a bar and uh, and we had a few people chime in on the StreamYard link. So it's just the link that I'll send out on Sunday nights or whenever we record this. Uh, we'll probably do it the same time next Sunday night, record it right after Packers Patriots. I know a lot of people want to watch the Sunday night football game. So we'll get in, get out and go on from there. And uh, yeah, I think that that uh, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. Like and subscribe the Bart Winkler show.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.